Welcome to The Coach's Approach, a podcast where we sit down with high school coaches and get the cold, hard facts about the high school coaching world. This is The Coach's Approach, where we talk X's and O's. Follow us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. This is The Coach's Approach, where we talk the X's and O's. Win the day or dominate the day. The choice is yours. And welcome back to the Coach's Approach podcast, where we take an inside look at the coaching world. As always, I'm your host, George Gresco. Tonight's been a very super crazy busy night with our two-show series, but please check out thecoachesapproach.com and continue to follow us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, and listen on both Anchor and Spotify. We are currently looking for the Coach's Approach podcast coach of the year, throw the records and accolades out the door. We are looking for an assistant or head coach in football, basketball, soccer, track. It doesn't matter, but we are just looking for a coach that makes a positive impact on their student athletes. Uh, Nominations must be in by January 15th and can be emailed straight to myself at georgegresco12 at gmail.com. The winning coach will be invited on for a podcast, a special show come February, and the winner will be announced on February 1st. Tonight's episode, The Finish Line, is brought to you by Coach's Dry Rub, the all-American rub, laid on thick until it sticks. Get your own bottle at tombaskitchen.com. Uh, Anthony's Family Restaurant in Eastlake on the corner of 91 and Vine Street, where together is our favorite place to be. Open for dine-in, carry-out, and curbside pickup. Last but not least, G&G Printing. Get your custom apparel printed in 7 to 10 days or less. Dominate your design. Tonight in the coach's booth, we have the head boys track coach at Jones College Prep in Chicago, Illinois. Coach Demetrius Clark, welcome to the show. All right. Thanks, um, Coach. I appreciate for me um, be part of the show. No, absolutely. When you reached out, I was like, we got to get this guy on. And I like to, you know, that's part of the reason I have all the coaches on. I want to hear your background and kind of how you got to where you're at. So I'm very excited. But Coach, I'm going to start with kind of your high school days. Um, You competed in track and field in high school. You were a sprinter and long jumper. What um, can you talk a little bit about your experiences and kind of what track has ultimately done for you? Oh, um, well, track and field, it's it's uh, it's a great sport. Uh, when I first, you know, heard about track and field, it was back in when when I competed in middle school, when I got done with playing basketball and the, my basketball coach, he was also a track coach. And he was like, oh, you should do track and field. I was like, track and field? I was like, what? No, y'all just run there. (laughs) Just try it out. So I was like, okay, I'll give it a try. So I came out um, to to track and field um, practice. And the first day, you know, 
we was trying out different things. So I was trying out different events. Um, there was um, high jump. I was kind of kind of like uncoordinated, but I had good jumping ability and everything. I tried shot and disc. That was not my forte. Um, but one, uh, the assistant coach, he was like, try um, long jump. And I said, what you do? You just run and jump. And I said, like, okay. So I just run and jump, and he saw me almost got out of the pit. They said, can you do that again? So I was like, okay. I just did it again. And, man, before you know it, I just love the sport. And it just carried over to my, you know, high school um, career. Um, you know, competed at the high school level. Qualified for um, state two years. Um, yeah, two years in my junior senior year. Um, part of a uh, sexual you know, championship team during that time as well, too. Um, it was it was a great fun experience. Oh, absolutely! And coach, after high school, you ended up joining uh, the Navy as a um, hospital corpsman. Uh, you served from two thousand to two thousand eight. Uh, you had two deployments in two thousand three and two thousand five. First, I want to thank you absolutely for your service and everything, and your, your bravery out there. So I, I thank you for your service. Oh, thanks, Coach. I really appreciate that. Absolutely. Uh, but as I mentioned just now, um, you you joined the Navy after high school. What kind of made you choose the military route? Well, um, it was kind of I was trying. I was I really wanted to go complete at the collegiate level. Um, I was trying to, you know, work, you know, again, trying to look at the offers I had and everything, because I didn't know about the whole process, which you, you know, have to do um, as far as going to compete at the at the collegiate level. Sure. And yeah. And also, I didn't want my, you know, my mother go through, you know, financial hardship because, you know, college is expensive and everything else. Mm -hmm. um, so I just, you know, chose the, you know, the military route and everything. Um, you know, eight, did um, eight years, you know, do, did some schooling as well, too. Um, and also after, you know, after the service, you know, it was a um, it was definitely a, a tough transition. Um, so long, long story short, you know, my good buddy, you know, he told me, like, you should try out, you know, personal training. So, you know, I got my um, certification in personal training and. Then when I got through, you know, got my certification and everything else, um, I'm seeing like, you know, I trained a few um, few high school athletes, you know, just to get their speed up and everything else. So I'm still trying to learn pieces here and there. And I was just saw in the trend, like kids were getting injured, kids are not performing well. So that's why it's like, you know what, I want to, you know, get in the coaching realm. So once I got into the coaching realm, it's like, um, um, well, um, let me go a few stories back. My um, head, the head coach um, from my old alma mater in Merville, Indiana, at Merville High, he reached out to me and saw that I became a trainer. He's like, you know, I'm stepping down as a coach. You should, you know, I want you, you know, to be a, you know, coach for our program. I was like, at that time, I told him I wasn't ready. Right. Um, yeah. So, cause I didn't, um, I didn't know about the whole coaching, coaching schemes. Like yeah. so I had to get certifications, this, that, and the other. So I was like, um, thanks for the offer and everything. So I kind of turned that down. And um, so I applied um, one of the middle schools in, up in Cedar Lake um, called Hanover Central Middle School. Did um, first year, I was just, like I said, I was kind of green in coaching. Um, so I was just trying to learn what I learned from personal training, trying to apply that. Then I was like, okay, um, we did well, um, came in second conference. So um, the next following year, 
Uh, I want to like, you know, see what other coaches done, you know, um, what philosophy, what program they've done. So I went to, um, um, I went to track and field camps um, up in Illinois and great, had some great coaches there, great networking. Sure. So, yeah. So, um, so I took, so I took some, some of their philosophy. I was trying to apply it to my own philosophy and before you know it, um, my, uh, my athletes were getting faster. We were dropping times. We won championships. Then the following year um, after that, I learned um, there was another clinic called the Track and Field Consortium with Coach Holler and Chris Corpus. They're both um, great gurus in their, um, in their field. And they had the guest speaker was um, Olympic legend Carl Lewis. Also, I, I definitely got to go there. Yeah. So, <laughs> wow. yes. Yeah. So um, I learned. So I wanted to pick also Carlos's brain, um, went to his um, his um, speaking and I applied some of his methods to my third year in Hanover. And before you know it, kids were just was breaking records. Um, I had a kid who um, broke a the middle school record in the hurdles. Our relay team broke this school record again and we won another championship and everything so um after that's after that's done you know moved on um to i wanted to coach at the high school level so it was a um it was a um huge turnaround and a definitely um very different transition oh absolutely especially you know you just kind of get thrown in the mix hey you come be a coach you know just out of nowhere it's great that's crazy but getting back to the, the military part of things real quick, um, what kind of were your duties while you were in, in the Navy? Did you, what was your kind of jobs that you had to do? Oh, well, I, as a corpsman, I basically you know, took care of the sailors and the Marines. So, um, you know, just to like do sick call. Well, there's a thing called sick call. So in the mornings or whatever, like sailors would come down um would um say they have certain medical issues and everything and i just you know go over the stuff and i present to uh, the medical officer or the independent duty corpsman on board in our ship and everything so um and we'll just go over certain things and after you know after that's done um i also you know do some admin work as well um which that was not fun and everything <laughs> so that, more, sound, that doesn't sound fun at all <laughs> no, I'm, I'm more, I like, I like to, I like to be more hands-on and everything. Oh. So, so we did that and also um, helping out, you know, teaching all the sailors and Marines how to use CPR, um, just whatever we have to get done um, for the, you know, the mission on our um, ship or on all land. So. Right. Now, coach, you mentioned that uh, after you got out of the military, you kind of had a tough time. Um, and a lot of, a lot of people, when they get out of the military struggle, um, what would you tell like a veteran who kind of struggles when they get out of the military? Like what, what, what kind of things do you think could help them if they're struggling after they leave the military? I would say the biggest thing is to, you know, great, have a great support system. When you get out, you know, there's some great um, veterans um, organizations out there. Um, also just reach out to other um, veterans. Um, Cause like I say, we're, you're not alone. Um, sure. you know, so uh, that would be that would be my biggest advice because you know when I you, when I got out, I didn't know about these other organizations out there um, that that has great resources and all that good stuff. So 
Um, now I'm still so learning about this and everything. And the same thing, you know, with the um, younger veterans who are also getting out, who's um, having that same problem. Like I said, there are great um, veterans organizations out there. Absolutely. And coach, is there anything that you like to, I'm going to give you the platform right now. Is, kind of, is there anything you would like to tell anybody that was, who's serving in the military, anything you'd like to say? Um, I would say, uh, for one, I would say thank you all for my fellow veterans and active duty service member for serving. Um, it's a, trust me, it is a, um, nobody can do it um, to, you know, to serve and everything and stuff. Um, the biggest um, thing I'll just say, just, um, yes, it's hard and everything, um, but the rewards, you know, when you get this, when you decide to get up, get out or make a career, it's, it has great benefits and everything. So. Absolutely. Coach, you have coached track at uh, both the high school and middle school levels, as we've talked about a little earlier. Uh, can you talk about training programs and how they kind of change for a middle school kid to a high school athlete? Uh, I would say that a little bit similar, but at the, more at the middle school level, like I was saying, I was trying to, um, I was trying to use stuff while I was learning as a, as a trainer and everything and stuff. Um, like I said, even though the, the kids did well, I still want them to, you know, to get, you know, faster. So uh, also that, that following year, I've been doing other research, more, more research and trying to like make track and field fun. So that's why I want to incorporate, you know, games. So one example is for my distance runners, we used to, I used to call this called the zombie run. So basically um, the, um, I will have the athletes, the, um, the survivors to, I'll give them like a, they get like a five minute head start. Okay. So the zombies which it will be the faster athletes, well, you know, the, um, the ones who are good at it, would try to chase after the survivor. So each time they tag a, a survivor, then that survivor becomes a zombie. Okay. So, they, so I'll give them like a set time limit. So it'll be like, I'll say about like a 20 minute or 15 minute run. Right. So, so when, so whoever like survives in the zombie run wins and, and whoever is, if the zombies get all the survivors, they win. So, right. and the kids enjoy and everything. And yeah, and it's always fun for athletes, you know, we'll make a little game out of it when they don't even know you're actually training. But really, as a coach, you kind of trick them into training. <laughs> yeah. And also, I, I, I look at other coaches, I look at other platforms, and I like take, I look at some of their ideas. Um, and I was like, I'm going to try that out. So, there was one. There was one in my third year. We was uh, we played um, ball tag in, at this in the school hallways. There you go. And the kids had so much fun. It's yeah. it's basically like an extreme dodgeball, but just <laughs> running, just trying to like go. It was just it was insane and everything. Right. But the the um, principals and them they say we have to shut it down. It's like and the kids <laughs> got upset about it. So I was like, guys, we gotta go outside and do this. Oh, that's so, hilarious. Yeah. Um, Many coaches in their off seasons kind of go to camps, clinics, kind of learn and kind of grow and, you know, try to find their way as a coach, just trying to get better. What type of things do you do to keep growing and keep learning as a coach? Um, I basically, um, I just, you know, keep reading and researching. Um, right now, I'm, I'm, I'm going, I'm going back to, you know, going to schooling just to continue my education as a, as a coach and everything. Because the, the thing is with coaching, 
it's a it's an ever growing process. You just yeah. just don't think like, oh, I know it all. Think I don't have to learn anymore. Um, you want to continue to grow and learn as a, as a coach and everything. Um, the biggest thing for me is now. I mean, I mean, I know stuff about speed, but I still want to keep learning about speed. The bit now, my biggest task not right now is trying to, you know, put together a proper strength training mod, strength training uh, module. Um, for that to help athletes in, improve their um, speed and, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, their speed to transfer into power and everything and stuff. So, uh, I mean, you, you have to start somewhere and build, you know, a program that uh, your athletes will eventually follow and then it comes second nature over time. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Coach, you've, you mentioned this at the very beginning of the show. You've helped uh, many athletes achieve their like, goals from breaking school records to becoming state qualifiers. Uh, what advice would you give a track athlete who wants to compete at the highest of levels? I would say my best advice for them is to just, for one, academics. Um, that's the biggest thing, making sure your academics are up to, uh, are up to par. Um, yeah, you can, be the, you can be the most talented athlete, but also um, college coaches are going to look at your academics and they're gonna also going to look um, your characteristics your character as an athlete? Are you coachable? Um, do you, you know, you respect the coaches? Um, how well do you treat um, your other peers on the team and everything? Um, I would, and that would, the other advice also, also I would give athletes, you know, just trust the process, you know, just keep, you know, putting the work in and everything and stuff. It's not gonna happen overnight. This is not about, um, they see, you know, um, a athlete is, he's already fast, but if you look at athletes years of progression, then they'll see the growth he's putting the work within probably um, in that four year period. Right. Right. Now coach in today's day and age, there is a lot of specialization going on in sports, whether you're just specializing in basketball, whether you're specializing in football, uh, what are your thoughts on special specialization and just playing one sport? Um, well, I'm a huge component of, of multi-sports because um, I did, like I said, in middle school, I did track and field and basketball. In high school, I did all three. I did track and field, uh, one year football, and also basketball. But when I got to, I would say, I said, when I got in my junior season, I was like, I was really, I was like, you know what, track is going to be my bread and butter because that's where I was good at and everything and stuff. Um, The only thing, my only concern is you're specializing kids way too early, like they said, at the age of, you know, in their their youth years and their, you know, um, middle school years or whatever. Then by the time when they get to high school, the kids already burnt out and everything. So. Um, I was just, I'm just, like I said, for me, I'm just, I'm still a huge component of multiple sports. Um, right. There has been, like I said, research saying that kids just focus on one sport. They're going to have a higher injury rate. Yeah. Um, you know, give, you know, give some kids time to, you know, to rest from that sport and just have to do a different right. sport. And that's what I was going to kind of bring up next is if you play multiple sports, you're probably working multiple muscles compared to just, you know, running track or just playing football. You're working all kinds of muscles. Am I right? Correct. Okay. Um, Coach, we have hit the point on the show for our kind of our fun segment called Rapid Fire 7. 
uh, where I will ask you seven completely random questions and you're just to answer them as fast as possible. And this could be absolutely anything. It's sometimes crazy questions. It could be anything. So just beware of that. Um, I haven't read them yet. So it's just always a fun segment that I do. But coach, are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. Let's go. Let's go. All right. I'm going to flip it over. Here we go. Who is one of your heroes? Oh, my goodness. Oh, there's so many. Um, I would say one of my heroes. I would say um, I would say my family. They're they're one of my heroes and everything. Um, hey, I, I'll say now that now they can't give you crap because you didn't say <laughs> didn't say them. Yeah. Uh, pizza or tacos? Oh, pizza. Yeah. <laughs> if you could have one superpower, what would it be? Um, super speed. Uh, I, knew, I was gonna say, yeah, as a track coach, you had better have said that. <laughs> yeah. Um, pirates or ninjas? Ninjas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what is your biggest pet peeve? Um, my biggest pet peeve is um laziness. <laughs> laziness, my biggest pet peeve. <laughs> that's a, that's what every head coach is gonna say. <laughs> Um, is there anything that you're afraid of? Oh, um, well, my, my, uh, afraid of is failure, but the thing is for failure, um, that's going to make you a, a better, um, better person, you know, failure right. is a part of life. Absolutely. Uh, and then what do you think is the most useful skill? Oh, let's see. Most useful skill is. Um, so tough. Oh, that is. A I know. Tough. When you think about it, it gets, it gets tough. <laughs> no, uh, I would say to just um, be personable. That's a that's a use that's a useful skill. Be having Absolutely. a good personality and just treat people with respect. Absolutely. That yeah. That that's always the fun segment that I have in the show. It's always fun. You, I get these questions from people messaging me and that, Hey, ask this coach, this question. So I just, you know, they're random as hell. So, um, but coach, as we near the end of the show, I always ask this question to all my coaches that come on the show, who is coach Clark for the listeners and viewers who might not know you, who's coach Demetrius Clark? Well, um, well, you know, myself, I mean, coach Clark, um, is I'm basically just the, you know, just a hardworking coach who, who, who wants to, you know, get his hands dirty and, but also at the same time, you know, want to help people, um, who wants to get better and just to give people the you know, input, um, their insight and everything. Um, yes. I mean, there's times I can be, um, I can have, you know, I can have my, you know, tense moments, I'm, but I'm still trying to learn that and control <laughs> and everything um, as, a, you know, part of the coach. But at the same time, um, me personally, um, at the end of the day, um, um, I'm a very caring person. And I want to just to bring the best out of people and everything. So, no, I, hey, you can't answer that question any better. But coach, I as we near the end of the show, I just want to thank you for coming on and spending some time with me. And I like getting to know coaches. And again, that's why I started the podcast in the first place. And it was in 2020 with a COVID year. I was sitting on my butt, you know, eating donuts and getting yeah. fat. And I'm like, I need to do something. So I just started reaching out to coaches. And, you know, I wanted to 
you know, I didn't want to talk like the background of sports. I wanted to kind of get to know every coach that comes on like personally and kind of how they grow as a coach, but coach, yeah. Thank you for coming on the show. Oh, thanks. Uh, thanks coach. I really appreciate you for inviting me tonight um, to speak to the fellow coaches out there. Sure thing. And that's, uh, that's the best thing about it is always networking and, you know, meeting coaches throughout the world. But again, thank you for coming on. Uh, thank you to all of our listeners and viewers. You guys have been phenomenal this week. Just sharing all of our, uh, you know, posts on Twitter, social media, Instagram, Facebook. Um, and I also want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas and happy holidays. And um, I hope everyone has a good weekend. But uh, that's going to do it for tonight's episode of the Coach's Approach podcast. As always, I'm your host, George Gresco, and we'll see you guys later.